Andy Paz is making a statement to the Dodgers this spring training. Today, we're going to talk about the outfield prospect, the slugging outfield prospect, and talk about what he needs to do, what needs to happen for him to earn an everyday job with the big league Dodgers this season. That, plus some Ryan Yarbrough talk, a little bit of Miguel Vargas talk, all on another edition of the All Dodgers Podcast. First, I am Clint Pasez. You guys can find me as RealFRG on the social media things. We'll make this quick. Subscribe if you enjoy the channel. Leave a thumbs up if you enjoy this video. All of those things really help out uh, in the algorithms. But let's talk about those Dodgers. And before I talk and sing the praises of Andy Pajes, let's look at some of the other good stuff uh, from the Dodgers split squad sweep on Saturday. Miguel Vargas made some changes at the plate, potentially, and had a hell of a game on Saturday. Goes three for three with a check swing single, a double, a home run. The fine folks on Twitter, the denizens of Twitter and Dodgers Twitter, were really starting to get worried about the, I mean, I don't know if we can call him a former prospect. Technically, you can call him a former prospect at this point. He's still young. He still has a future in front of him. But the people were getting worried about Miggy. So the swing was looking long. He was getting beat regularly over the first week plus of the of the Cactus League season. Yeah, we're talking about very, very small sample sizes. But when you add in what Dodgers fans saw uh, for the first three months of the season last year, it's easy to be like worried pretty quickly. It does look like he's made a couple of little adjustments, mainly with the hands. And hopefully this is a sign of things to come for Miggy Vargas because it would be nice to have that dude uh, ready to fire from the AAA level when they need him. He's not going to make the opening day roster unless somebody gets really, really hurt and then three of his friends get hurt. But to know that he's getting closer or hope that he's getting closer to being ready to go, that is a major plus. Another major plus also in that game where Vargas goes three for three, Gavin Lux had a nice day going three for three. Most importantly from that, did have no errors. So anytime Gavin Lux has no errors, you give that one a thumbs up. I get to the FRG seal of approval. Now, in the other game that was televised on the Spectrum Sportsnet LA, Ryan Yarbrough got the start and was, we'll say good, not great, maybe fine in his second tune-up of the spring he said after the game you know he made a couple of mistakes over the plate kind of uh but we'll say importantly he felt good that's the main takeaway made a mistake whatever it happens gave up the home run but he felt good coming out of it and as we're learning now before the game Dodgers manager uh, Dave Roberts added a little clarity to Ryan Yarbrough's role for the upcoming season and uh you know that it's going to be an important role we'll say for this team and for Yarbrough but first let's listen to Dave for a sec you know I think that Ryan is is sort of who he is he's a guy that really is tough on lefties um manages right-hand hitters well uh, you can use him in multiple innings, and uh, he's a strike thrower. He uh, can change speeds, and he's a, just a really good major league pitcher. That's my land type. Obviously, there's so many different things he can do, but what is, what do you feel like is the best fit for him with this roster, especially to start the season? Um, I, I think the best fit for him for this roster uh, is a swing guy. Uh, he can spot start. Uh, he can uh, come out of the pen and take down uh, a few innings if need be. Um, and he can get a lefty out or a lefty run if we need that. You know, we're very right-handed heavy. 
with our starting rotation. So to have a lefty that can take down innings or you know get a get a run of lefties out is is huge. How much does that impact when you're trying to consider like if he's viable to be a fifth starter and some of the other stuff that's going on there? It's all a part of it, um, and trying to figure out for him the best value for our ball club. So uh, that's kind of part of the math, but building him up right now is important, and there's no downside into getting him to you know three to four innings so we call that the ross stripling role for yarbs uh we've seen this swingman role uh be critical to the dodgers success in the past hopefully hopefully yarbrough can uh can you know get his chance to you know succeed and thrive in the role you know both for his own sake he is a free agent after the season but also you know as the, the Dodgers march on towards uh, that piece of metal in October slash early November but uh, good stuff from outing number two or in outing number two from Ryan Yarbrough it is Saturday so we'll make today's video a little bit quicker but I, I said earlier in the week I wanted to talk Andy Pajes he gave us another reason to talk here on Saturday because the dude continues to absolutely rake. He adds a monster. I mean, an absolute monster three-run homer uh, in the other Dodger game, the other Dodger win on Saturday. He hit that one. Um, it's a very, very long way. You, know, you hit a home run, and then you you pass the Dodger bullpen there at Camelback, and then you pass the the little uh, you know what do they call that uh, berm or whatever. There's a lot of ground to cover from the field to the fence, and then the Dodgers facility. He cleared it all. He made it into just about where the Dodgers would enter the clubhouse, where everybody's locker rooms are at. Hits the shit out of the ball. That is your your pro take on it. Um, the 23 year old still very young prospect missed basically all of last season after tearing uh, the labrum in his shoulder suffered a labrum tear uh, in game one the first game of his uh, season at AAA last year now he's absolutely doing his part to tell the Dodgers this spring like hey don't you forget about me he's also you know He's a big fan of 80s songs, but he's now 6 for 13. He's got two home run. He leads the Cactus League. I think he leads all of spring training uh, with eight RBIs, uh, or RBI if you're nasty. He's got a 1687 OPS after uh, Saturday's games. So he's really putting himself on the map. And then some. Uh, the other thing he's, he's doing is really putting some pressure on the Dodgers. He's putting some pressure on James Altman in center field, who... Yeah, he had a solid rookie uh, season in 2023. He was a runner-runner up in the Rookie of the Year voting, but he also had himself a crazy up-and-down 2023 rookie season. Paz is also putting a lot of pressure on the veteran, J uh, Jason Hayward. And, and Jay Hay has gotten off to a pretty damn rough start so far this spring. Yeah, it's still early. One for ten is very early, but something to watch. Barring injury... Pajas isn't going to win a job outright this spring, but he will 100% be the first guy called up if the Dodgers need somebody. If somebody is hurt during the regular season, if somebody is just playing like shit during the regular season, he's uh, quickly moved up in, on the, um, I guess, the, the level, of the ladder of importance, or maybe we'll call it on the depth chart if we're actually being smart with our words. Uh, another thing very much working for Andy Pajas. 
the Dodgers' number six prospect, I believe, uh, by MLB Pipeline right now. But the other thing working for him, he, he's a right-handed batter. And this lineup is still pretty friggin' lefty heavy. So you balance things out. He can play center field. He can play right field. He can play them both at a plus-plus level. And he's got a pretty nice arm out there. In fact, he's got two of them. Both have hands. But he's got a good arm behind uh, or to, to give him the near five-tool prospect type of package. So we'll say thank you. And, and well, thank God for Artie Moreno. Thank you, Artie Moreno, for nixing that trade all those years ago that would have sent Ross Stripling, Jock Peterson, and Pajes to the Angels for, I don't know, a box of scraps. But anyways, uh, that's about it for today. Again, wanted to keep it tighter, wanted to keep it leaner for your Saturday. Tomorrow, we see another Gavin Stone start on Sunday at Camelback Ranch, and hopefully we'll continue to see him put the demons of 2023 behind him. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you guys are listening on the podcast side of things, this is a show that is part of the Believe Network of Podcasts, so go search All Dodgers with Clint Macias on... uh, Just Google me, and you'll find me probably, but... um, If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed yet, please consider giving this video uh, or giving the channel a subscribe, hitting the bell. Those are the things that also really, really help me out in the YouTube algorithms. I am Real FRG. Oh, I figured it out this time on the Twitter, on the Instagram. The links are in the description. I will see you on the next one. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.